We give credit to everybody but God. The word I said a few minutes ago, tell the person next to you, say, God did it. You didn't do it. God did it. We give God the credit. We give God the glory. We give God the praise. Because he's worthy. And that's the good news, that Jesus Christ is worthy because he bled and died for our sins so we could have salvation. Guest speaker Minister Anthony Johnson wraps up our sermon series entitled Engaging the Mission of Jesus. Today's message, he discusses the great need for good news. Follow along in Luke chapter 4, verses 18 through 21, as Minister Johnson explains. Jesus took an opportunity to read a prophetic passage of Scripture concerning himself. He stopped reading from the passage in Isaiah 61 in the middle of the verse 2. He did this precisely at the point of proclamation, the gospel news of the season of God's grace had come to the Messiah and his ministry. He did not read the very next passage that states, and the day of vengeance of the Lord, but he kept reading the next verse. His objective was to proclaim the good news with the widespread sin and violence, loss of hope and suffering throughout the world today. It becomes gladly evidence that now more than ever before, there is a need for sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. God is a good God and he's good all the time. The great need for the good news. Our needs might be great, but God is always greater than our needs. Our needs are never greater than God's provision. Doesn't matter what you're going through, God's got you. Turn to the person next to you and say, God got you. God got you. Whatever you're going through, God got you. If we are going to be witnesses about the good news, we need to know the one the good news is about. <laughs> Philippians chapter 3 verse 10 says, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformed to his death. The question is today, do you know him? I didn't say about him. Do you know him? Because a lot of folks say they know him, they just know about him. I, I did a, a, a little deal some years ago and uh, I asked some questions. I had everybody stand up. And then I asked some questions about myself. And then I asked some questions like, uh, where am I from? And people that didn't know where I was from had to sit down. Then I asked them uh, another question, am I married? People that didn't know I was married had to sit down. I asked a couple of more questions, but 
Eventually, the only one that stood was Angela. <laughs> what you trying to say, Anthony? Is those other people knew about me, but Angela knew me. Yeah. See, 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 a lot of people say they know God, but really don't know God. But I'm going to say something here. You got to know God for yourself. Hallelujah. Observation A. The good news is what we believe from the past to save us. Romans 6 and 23 said, The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The wage, the wage. I used to work. I'm retired, I'm retired, but I got a little job, but I'm retired, but I used to work. <laughs> and, and, and when I work, at the end of the, the every two weeks, I expect to get <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but, but that's what it is. You, sin is work. We have to work to sin. You have to work to sin. But then that's come a payday. The wages of sin is death. Payday coming. Payday is coming. But, say but. But the gift of God is eternal life. Jesus paid for your sin. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Jesus paid it all. My first point, Jesus' declaration of God's presence. Jesus' declaration of God's presence. The Spirit represents God's presence. You remember when John the Baptist had baptized Jesus in Luke 3, verse 22, and the Bible saying, the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him and a voice from heaven which said, you are my dearly beloved son and you I am well pleased. In this you see the spirit affirmed Jesus for the work he was going to do. Spirit here means the third person of the triune God. The Holy Spirit, co-equal, co-eternal with the Father and the Son. The same spirit that Jesus has was promised to every believer. Same spirit. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses of me in Jerusalem, in Judea, Samaria, and the So we have no excuse to not be a witness. We have no excuse to not be a witness. We fear that which we don't know or understand. That's a note there. We fear that which we don't know or understand. A lot of believers are misinformed about the Holy Spirit. 
because of what they have been told or seen or how others act that say they have been filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He is not going to act any other way. I was uh, doing my devotion this morning. I told y'all a long time ago, ain't one, you can't put me in a box because I break out of there. <laughs> I was reading devotions this morning, and, and God always has something for us. And this, this devotion is talking about the Spirit. And the topic is what only the Spirit can do. And it goes like this here. It says, during the discussion of a book on the Holy Spirit written by a 94-year-old German theologian, named uh, Jurgen Mootman. An interviewer asked him, how do you activate the Holy Spirit? Can you take a pill? That's what he said. Do the pharmacist company deliver the Spirit? Mootman brushed his eyebrows, shot up, shaking his head, he grinned and answered in an extended English accent. What can I do? Don't do anything. Wait on the Spirit, and the Spirit will come. The Bible tells us we have to wait on the Spirit of God. Tarry until he come. And in, in, in the Bible, it said that they waited in up room. And the spirit came like a mighty rushing wind and filled the place where they were setting. And they spoke in new tongue. But the idea, we have to wait on the spirit of God. We can't assume. He, will has, he has anointed me. He, he has anointed me. Jesus did not take credit for the anointing. Mm. We try to take credit for everything. <laughs> but Jesus did not take credit for the anointing. And we shouldn't take credit for the anointing that's on our life. Turn to the person next to you and say, God did it. God did it. God did it. God did it. We didn't do it ourselves. God did it. So don't try to take credit for something you didn't earn, you didn't work for. God gave it to you. He has anointed me. Messiah means anointed one. Anointed means to anoint. God consecrated Jesus to the messianic office, giving him the necessary power for his administration. Here are the two people talking about uh, Jesus as the Messiah, John 1. Verses 41, he first found his brother Simon and said to him, we have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ. And in John 4, 25 and 26, this is the woman at the well. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is come, who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Verse 26, Jesus said to her, 
I who speaks to you am he. Christ right in her face and she never recognized. Watch me now. Sometimes Christ can do stuff in your life and you don't recognize. We give credit to everybody but God. We give credit to everybody but God. The word I said a few minutes ago, tell the person next to you, say, God did it. You didn't do it. God did it. We give God the credit. We give God the glory. We give God the praise. Because he's worthy. Point two, Jesus' declaration of the power to affect change. To preach the gospel to the poor. Preach means to proclaim, means to speak, means to hear words. The preaching that's affected brings the word not only to the ear, but to the heart. Romans 10, 14, C says, how shall they hear without a preacher? Gospel means good news, good tidings, that Jesus died and rose from the grave to preach the gospel because there was a great need for good news. The poor have the greatest need physically and emotionally. Jesus' focus was on those individuals with the greatest need. Jesus was more focused on the poor spiritually than he was on the poor physically or economically. Jesus had the power to address all their concerns. Whatever you are going through now, God has the power to address that issue. If you got more month than you got money, Jesus has the power to address that issue. If your body's sick, Jesus has the power to address that issue. If you're out of a job, Jesus has the power to address that issue. Watch this now. If you lost, don't know which way to turn. Jesus has the power to address that issue. So Scripture says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither had it entered to the heart of man what God has prepared for them that love him. Jesus has the power to address that issue. Romans, Paul just gets me excited with this one. Romans chapter 1, verse 16, he says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for everyone who believes, for everyone who believes, for everyone who believes, for everyone who believes. For the Jew first and also the Greek. No, two, the secret of our strength is the power of God working through us. When I first got saved, I learned a couple, two scriptures. And this was one of them. 
because I felt insecure. I felt that, that stuff, everything was working against me. I felt that I was weak and worn, torn. But Philippians 4 and 13 brought life to me. And it says, I can do. I can do. I can do. I don't care what mama say, I can do. I don't care what brother say, I can do. All things through Christ which strengthens me. Observation B. The good news is what we believe for the present that sustains us. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 says, For whatever is born of God overcome the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. God is an awesome God. <laughs> and God gave me this one right here. Religion say do, but the gospel say done. What you trying to say? A lot of folk would try to tell you, you got to do this to be saved. You got to do that 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 to be saved. But the gospel says that Jesus died on the cross for our sins and he rose from the grave with all power in his hands. So we don't have to do it. It's already done. It's already done. Hallelujah. Everybody want to do something. It's already done. All we have to do is believe and receive it. <laughs> he has sent me. Jesus was under God's direction, command, and orders. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1, it said, On the day that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting on his throne and high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple where he was set. And there were serpents, serpents. And they said one to another, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The earth is full of his glory. After Isaiah saw all this going on, he said, woe is me. I'm undone. And I dwell among a people of unclean lips. And then God said, who shall we send and who will go for us? And Isaiah raised his hand and said, here am I. Send me. And that's what God is still saying to us. He's looking for folk to go into the vineyards to persuade men to give their lives to Jesus, but we won't go. It's time for us to make a move. It's time for us to make a move. Romans 10 and 15 says, and how shall they preach except they be sent? Listen, some preachers are called, some preachers are sent, and some just went. <laughs> See, God has to call you into this ministry. 
You can't go on your own because if you go on your own, you're going to fall on your face. He, to heal the broken hearted. How many of you have been broken hearted? Hallelujah. The next question is, did God step in? God steps in to heal our broken heart. And the word heal means to restore. It means to make well again. It means to make whole. The broken heart is the one that's broken in pieces to crush completely, to shatter. Jesus will give you joy. Jesus will give you peace. Jesus will give you hope to those that have broken hearts. Hallelujah. To proclaim liberty to the captives. Jesus is going to bring about deliverance, freedom, pardon, forgiveness, and remission. It's liberty from the worst condition. If they make Christ their choice, those that are prisoners, slaves, and all those in bondage, Jesus has the authority and the power to announce their release. Amen. Hallelujah. How, how many of us have been bought down in sin, lying, stealing, whatever it is, you was bound in that thing. But God came in the midst of that thing and gave you deliverance. I used to cuss real good. <laughs> I used to cuss real good. I did. I used to cuss real good. And, and then after I was growing up, I was cussing real good and I joined the army. And then folks really know how to cuss over there. <laughs> but, but I was in bondage to what came out of my mouth. But then God saved me. And the first thing I asked to God to do was deliver me from cussing. <laughs> what, what, what was your issue? What was your issue? But did God deliver you from your issue? Hallelujah. And then it says, the scripture says, they recover sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Blind could mean physically or spiritually blind. We could have 20-20 vision and still be spiritually blind to the things of God. The only thing worse than being blind is to have sight and no vision. Hallelujah. The oppressed are those that are downtrodden, crushed, and broken down by calamity. My, my time is winding up on it. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of salvation and free favors of God profusely abound. This is a picture of the year of Jubilee when slaves were set free, proper return in year 50. 
You can find that in Leviticus 25, verses 10 and 11. Jesus' declaration of permanence. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendants and sat down and all the eyes was upon him in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, today, the scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. I said in a sermon some time ago where God put a comma, don't you put a period. And I say to you today, where God put a period, don't you put a comma. Ain't God all right? He's all right with me. Ain't God all right? He's all right with me. Observation C said, the good news is what you believe for the prophetic destiny. Death is not the end for the believer, but where life begins. Everyone wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. John 14, John 14, 6 says, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. 1 Corinthians 15, verses 55 through 57 say, Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I got three, one more thing to tell you all, and I'm going to take my seat. At, at the age of 11, I gave the preacher my, my hand and was baptized. Thought I was saved. But a couple of years, some years later, when I was about 25, we were old visiting Angie's cousin. And we was there visiting, and I knew how he used to be. And we was over there visiting, and about 6.30 come around. Angela's cousin says, I'm going to church service Sunday evening. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm saved, but... Uh, you going to church service? We, we came to see you all. But it didn't bother him. He, he, he just said, I'm going to church. But what that did to me, it made me recognize that I didn't have it. I wasn't saved. But then about two years later, I was on my way home. 1985, November the 19th. I was at a red light at Garland Road and Middle Avenue. I had started listening to Christian radio, and Bob Lawson was on the radio telling people how to get saved. While sitting in my car, I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. Then I started trying to share with to my wife. Usually the wife gets saved and then the husband gets saved. But in our place, it was, I got saved. So I used to be in the, uh, ride her car sometime. 
But every time I ride a car, I put it on Christian radio. So when she got in the car, it was on Christian radio. She said, why you keep messing with my radio? And, 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 I, and I said, baby, you just need to listen to this, what I'm listening to. So, so Angela started listening to it. Six months later, she got saved. God is doing something. My dad, 49 years old, unsaved, he was a rascal. But I prayed when he was 49, I prayed when he was 50, I prayed when he was 51, I prayed when he was 52, I prayed when he was 53, and that's when God started to move. What you trying to say? Don't give up on people because God is not through yet. So we go to Louisiana, he had a stroke, so he, they say he can't talk. So by the time we got to Louisiana, he, he was sitting in the bed talking. God told me, don't say nothing, Anthony, don't say nothing about Jesus this time. So what I did, he didn't want the nurses to give him a shower, so I showered him. First day, Saturday. And then come Sunday, I'm getting ready to own my way back to Dallas. And my daddy said, I thought you was going to pray with me today. And, and, and I said, Daddy, you ready to accept Christ? He said, yes. And with my daddy, you got to have witnesses. So I, I went downstairs and got his sister and my sister and brought him back upstairs. My daddy prayed the prayer of faith to see Jesus Christ as his personal Savior. God ain't through yet. Some months later, my aunt that came down with us tells me, while I was in the back seat of the car coming back to Dallas, God started speaking to my heart. And said, you don't have anything either. And she accepted Christ as her personal Savior. What you trying to say, Anthony? God is available to save the utmost person if they cry out, if they pray for them. Plan of salvation. I know I'm going to time up. <laughs> Plan of salvation. Plan of salvation is Romans 3 and 23. All have sinned. Come short of the glory of God. Romans 6, 23. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. That wraps up another awesome word. If you're in need of prayer, counsel, or if we can assist in any way, please don't hesitate to ask. If you would like to join, contact us, or receive these and other sermon notes, visit us at amitybc.org. Until next week, be blessed. <laughs>